Welcome back to another episode of the Tiga Tactics Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Evan Preparis, joined by Conrad Bowie. Dr. Conrad Hello. Yeah, and Patrick Vuong. What's up, guys? What's up? We are back for another episode. This is going to be another slogan-focused episode. So we're going to take one of the Tiga Tactics slogans. We're going to talk about it, the development of it, deep dive into it, why we like it, because we uh, obviously you guys made it, and I like it. So we're going to talk about, <laughs> talk about that as well. And... There's no bias there. No bias. <laughs> <laughs> so today's episode, we're we're going to use the uh, one of your newer slogans that kind of you came out with, uh, I believe it was in the past year. It's called um, yeah. Kind is a Choice. So you've got some t-shirts available on the Tiga Tactics website that have that slogan on there. So uh, whoever wants to start, just tell us, tell me about like where, where did that come from? And then we'll start talking about like why we think that is good, good, a good slogan to live by slash use for martial artists. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me just do a minor correction. It's actually uh, kind by choice, kind by kind choice. By choice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I but I think actually the, the best person to explain it would be uh, Conrad and Evan. So you two should actually explain how this came about. Yeah, well, it came about when I was observing you, Evan, at one of our Tiga Tactics seminars, uh, talking to to this lady. And uh, to me, she she appeared to be I, you know, I don't like labeling people. But if if there was a label for her uh, during that conversation, uh, it, <laughs> the, the word pacifist came to mind and nothing wrong with that I, I i get that that lifestyle choice i get that uh section of our population they they don't like anything to do with violence i was even surprised that she was at the seminar and it turned out that her brother got her to come to the seminar because he's a martial artist and he kind of wanted her to see the lifestyle that he's living training martial arts and showing her that we're just not a bunch of of macho guys just bumping chests with each other. Uh, I think she even used the word toxic masculinity. You know, some of these buzzwords floating around nowadays. And she was, I, I, I can't remember the exact discussion you were having with her, Evan, but it was something to uh, the fact that this to toxic masculinity and how uh, martial artists and maybe people who, who are into martial arts might exhibit uh, those traits and I, I just uh, I, I jumped into the conversation for a little bit and you were super nice Evan you were very <laughs> respectful you were very uh, I would say diplomatic and I jumped into the conversation for a little bit and I thought oh man this is not going anywhere so I jumped right back out and I, I just thought good luck Evan <laughs> and and at that time we discussed it later on when we went to go eat about uh how how martial artists we, we're actually some of the nicest people you could meet which is surprising to a lot of people i get it if you lived a life where you never met anyone who was into martial arts and the, some people equate martial arts or and martial artists to just violence mm -hmm. they see these movies like john wick or enter the dragon and they just see people getting shot up or punched and beat up and they think all martial artists are like that, and we, we just want to go out there and destroy other people and cr create violence for violence' sake. And the fact of the matter is, we do, but, we do. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't really say that, Patrick. You're letting out oh, all the secrets. You're ruining oh, sorry, it. Sorry. 
Sorry. Well, regardless, you 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 see by the way we interact, we're we're some of the most down to earth people. We're 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 some very educated people. We're some very accomplished people as well too, and we're very nice people. And uh, Scott Sobel, the 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 owner of the school, uh, when we were hosting, he he hosted us for this seminar. He said. Yeah, you know, when you have the capacity for violence, when you have skills to destroy something and you choose to be kind, now that is meaningful. But if you don't have that capacity to defend yourself, to to protect your family, to protect your life, you, your only recourse is to be kind. You're kind because you're forced to be kind. You're kind because that's your only recourse. Right. And so uh, he he said that uh, the the people with a capacity or, or the skill to to be able to defend themselves in a physical confrontation, well, when we are kind, that means something. And I I thought of that. I was like, how can I put this into kind of a, a sentence, a slogan that's as easy for people to remember? And so uh, please, Evan. Yeah, no, uh, I I do remember that conversation. I remember being confused where it was going, and we were having a discussion talking about, like, you know, is training people, giving people martial skills, uh, whether it be the ability to punch someone or, um, you know, that was a knife seminar, so it was uh, the ability to, like, create distance and draw a blade and and defend yourself. Like, are we, you know, are we doing more harm than good, right? Am I teaching bad people how to hurt people? You know, but Mm -hmm. as, as we've done when when you guys have done through like looking at real world attacks, like most of the attacks that the guy, it's not someone who was training at the gym the night before. And then they're like, now I'm going to go out and attack someone. It's like, those (laughs) those people aren't coming to martial arts gyms. Right. Right. The attacker on the street is untrained. He's doing it because it's an easy button. He's, you know, if he had a good outlet, like going to a martial arts gym and training, he probably wouldn't be attacking a random person in the street. I mean, right. You know? Um, So, we were kind of bouncing back and forth the conversation. And, you know, from my experience, uh, again, my background's in special operations. Most of the guys I work with and I've interacted with are all like, they're all super nice. <laughs> Cause there's like, there's nothing, there's nothing to prove. It's like, all right, we've all been through some sort of hard training, some sort of hard uh, selection process. And we've all been on uh, deployments and stuff like that. So um, there's no real, really reason not to be nice. Um, and then on top of that, you know, we've, I've heard the, was the phrase yeah you get more you get more bees with honey than you do with uh something vinegar, <laughs> vinegar something like that i'm messing yeah, up the quote. Like... but like um as, as special operations specifically special forces uh we do a lot of human interaction and a lot of times like just building that rapport uh allows us to get closer to the mission mm. uh, accomplish the mission without having to do violence like violence is it's that's like my that's my that's my emergency break, you know, break glass in case, right? Like I, I prefer to do everything through a peaceful method. One, because it's, it's cheaper, it's safer, it's, it's more effective. Like it's better on all fronts. And then it's just as a, as a human being, right? It's just like a nicer way to go about things versus having to impose my will upon someone. Um, so I, I love the kind, uh, kind by choice, I think. Uh, and like you were saying, you know, if you have multiple options, you can, you know, it's a choice uh, to be nice to people. And uh, the guys I work with, um, I'm sure I'm going to talk about them a lot of times in this podcast. I work at a, the combative gym in uh, Fort Riley. And I, the guys I work with are some of the, I mean, just if you want to know how to hurt people, you can come to 
like where I work. <laughs> I mean, we have we have every color of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, and then on top of that, everyone is either currently or used to train in some sort of striking art, and then on top of that, everyone currently or like uh, shoots guns personally for hobby. And then a lot of guys, you know, I'm like the knife guy at work. So I, I, <laughs> when people have knife questions, they usually come to me. Um, but we just have, and then we have uh, guys with brown belt and judo. There's just like an immense amount of martial skill in a very small group of about seven people. And they are some of the nicest people I know. Su super nice, super respectful. Uh, the only time they raise their voice is when someone starts breaking the standard that we have for training or they start doing something right. that would, would cause an unsafe environment. So uh, then they kind of step in. But when if we're just teaching and we're just interacting, it's, it's very social, very friendly. So, Patrick, what do you Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I want to jump in. And a couple of things uh, popped up to mind. Um, I, uh, I used to teach uh, women's self-defense uh, quite often. Um, and once was teaching this woman who said like, oh, well, you know, this stuff is kind of deadly, you know, shouldn't you use, she, I, I, she basically went, and came, it came down to her saying, I would use compassionate communication. And I said, okay, so you're, let's just say this guy breaks into your house. He wants to rape you and kill you. You're going to use compassionate communication. She's like, yes, I would use compassionate communication to let him know that what he is doing is wrong. And I said, oh, okay. And then I moved on because clearly you're not going to get through to these types of people. And I was tr trying to tell the rest of the class, like, you know, we're teaching these people. Yes, they are very deadly techniques, very deadly concepts, but where you're not going to use it for evil reasons. You're using that to defend yourself against evil people. Just because we train, we have the ability to kill somebody with weapons, with guns, with knives, with our bare hands. That doesn't mean that we are uh, uh, toxic, you know, toxic men. We're not contributing yeah. to evil in society, right? Uh, so I, I, I like, you know, the whole idea of like toxic masculinity is just so stupid to me because it has nothing to do with your gender. Toxic toxicity is yeah. because that person is an a hole. That is why they're toxic. It has nothing to do with it because I'm a man and I do manly things. Uh, and, and I think what we're doing teaching people how to empower themselves so that they can defend themselves and their loved ones that should be applauded it shouldn't be looked down upon as oh you're you're being a toxic man uh this is not good uh we want to give everybody options in every situation so that they have different types of tactics so that they can choose the right weapon at that time and i don't necessarily mean weapon as in a gun or a knife but it could be verbal skills, soft skills, negotiation, uh, just evading and running, right? We're, we're going to give them that full spectrum and then they will choose what to do in a specific scenario. Yeah. Hey, that's a that's a good point you bring up, Patrick, about uh, you, you use the word uh, weapon or, or, or skill. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and you know the what? What is it? The tactical uh, community is all about weaponizing things. You know, weaponize mm -hmm. your senses, weaponize your verbal skills, <laughs> weaponize this and that. And, and the fact of the matter is, kindness is a tool. It's, it's a tool to use at the appropriate time. That I, I don't think it's good to be kind all the time. You know, there, there's a time and place for it. And as a civilian, majority of my life, there there are a lot of times to be very kind. And then uh, we need to recognize that's a tool to be used at the right time. And it's not just that 
that the the only tool that we're all we're going to use and like what you said it's a full spectrum of tools that we have the choice to use there so it's funny you mentioned that weaponized uh comment because well when i was training for special forces we were talking about um using rapport building to help uh, get the our indigenous forces to do what we want them to do and someone's like they've done it the the army's weaponized kindness it's like <laughs> we've weaponized kindness. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I thought that was really funny. And, um, and it, you know, rapport building. I, I do use that phrase now. Now uh, that was I did that. that was about ten years ago. I heard that for the first time. But I use that phrase like rapport building. Yeah, we we weaponize right. kindness. Um, yeah. But also, like like you were saying, it, it's it's one of the tool sets in you in your full lineup, right? So I was one of the again. I'm gonna. You're going to hear me keep plugging this up. I'm, I'm working on a project for you guys slash us slash Tiga Tactics about um, self-defense. And I was talking about, um, you know, setting boundaries with people, right? It, there's a time to be kind. But then if someone's right. like approaching you, you know, you can set a boundary and still, you know, now it might be time to be stern. Like I'm still being kind, but I'm being stern. Like, all right, don't come any closer. I don't want you coming any closer. Um, right. And, you know, if you set a boundary with someone, and they continue to break that boundary, you better get ready because that that person probably doesn't have the best intentions, right? Because a normal human, if I if mm -hmm. I start approach, especially as a male, if I start approaching a female, and she's like, "Would you mind staying back a couple more feet?" I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, like I'm I'm just here, like I'm I'm just a you know I just need a whatever, you know, mm -hmm. right? Whatever the reason is, whatever reason I'm approaching her, if she asks me to stay back, I'm gonna respect those those wishes." Versus a predator is going to keep pushing that boundary. Oh, what? You're just saying this because I'm a male. You're just saying this because of insert ethnicity. You're just saying this because of insert the way I'm dressed. And they're going to continue to push that boundary. And then as soon as you let them come a little closer, they're going to push a little farther. They're going to push a little farther until they're within range to do whatever they're trying to do to you at that specific moment. So Absolutely correct. And the what you talked about was a distance boundary. Uh, there's there's also physical boundaries. Like for example, our homes. Yeah. If someone's using a hammer, breaking it into my window, I, I'm probably gonna realize this isn't a time to be to be very kind uh, right. in my in the response to that that type of action. So yeah, uh, there's there's a time and place for that kindness. And also, I think it's uh, job dependent as well too. Whether you're law enforcement or military, depending on the uh, the the task that you're assigned. You you might have to put that kindness in your back pocket to to do your job right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely a flip side to that. As Conrad said, if someone's trying to break into your home, then obviously uh, you don't need to be kind in that circumstance. The way that I uh, the flip side is because you know we're very we we say that we're we're nerds and we we like to think look at things from uh, you know not just a physical point of view but also mental, spiritual, psychological. And one of the ways that I think about kind by choice is the flip side of it. Um, if uh, obviously if someone's attacking me, that's totally different, totally completely different. But there are many instances where, like, let's say I bump into somebody by accident, or uh, someone's being rude to me at the store. You know, I could easily escalate, and we could totally get into a fist fight. But uh, when I say kind by choice, I'm I'm going to actually be polite in the face of a wholeness, yeah. <laughs> and because the way I look at it is, okay, let's say I don't be kind. I, I'm the exact opposite. I let it escalate. I let my emotions get me the best of me. I'm going to get an ego involved. And we have a fist fight. Well, um, 
I'm probably going to break this guy's nose, possibly send him to the hospital. It'll ruin his day. He, he might have to get surgery. Uh, I'm, you know, if he takes it a step further where he threatens my life, I might have to unfortunately take his life. Um, and so by avoiding that whole situation completely, I'm actually being very kind because I'm not causing him harm. I'm not causing him to have to do surgery and not to have to go to the hospital or go to the morgue. So in that sense, uh, by avoiding him and, and or de-escalating, I'm actually being very kind to him because the alternative would be very bad for him and not so much for me. I mean, obviously, legally, it could be bad for me, but physically, I, I would be okay. The The bad guy, not so much. Especially in well, 20, it, 2020s. I mean, it, I feel like yeah. in 2020s, the legal, like, you touch someone, it's going to be, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, oh, great, you won the physical fight, and then... Mm -hmm. uh, like we've talked about the there's a there's a there's the physical side there's an emotional uh side um and then there's a financial slash legal side and a lot of those those two will feed into each other right if if you beat somebody up uh, because again you, you're just being tough you're being a tough guy right and then he comes and sues you and now you got a financial drain and now you're stressed out because you're dealing with this financial thing and mm -hmm. you know it's just like I, there's just no reason um there's literally no reason to fight outside of like a sanctioned a outside of a sanctioned thing or like I'm someone's literally threatening my life or my my mm -hmm. kids lives right, right. That mm -hmm. the social aggression like I'm fighting someone at a bar is like completely ridiculous in 2020 mm -hmm. in my opinion right if you want to fight someone yeah. like go train at a gym and you can right. we, we can we can spar all day man mm -hmm. it's people who know what they're doing you know yes. and that's that's a challenge that's more of a challenge yeah, it's just a no-win situation when you're fighting off ego, you, you know, all the, the chest puffing and things like that. If you win, there, there's there's a lot of landmines you're going to have to avoid, like what you talked about, the financial slash legal battle. Then you have the mental uh, battle as well, too, on top of that. And 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 that's that's if you win and if you lose then that sucks as well too so there's just it's just a lose lose type of situation and uh real being a, having the the alertness the the mindfulness to avoid those things big part of the skill set yeah I, I mean i look at the guys who work at my at work with a combative gym with me and you wouldn't know just by looking at them mm. there's no way to know how much skill they have or right. if they're, <laughs> if they're carrying right like you there's just no way to know. Um, have you read Tim Larkin's book, uh, When Violence is the Answer? Have you yes. guys read? Yep. So I I love that book. And in the book, he talks about social aggression versus asocial violence. So like social aggression, like we were talking about, is at a bar, you bump into someone, you argue, and you're like, oh, let's go, go outside and fight. Um, so that's like a normal social aggression model. Like asocial violence would be like, all right, so you bump the guy into the bar, you go outside to fight, and you think you're going to fight until one of you gets bloodied up or someone taps out. And the guy starts off and with like a stab to the stomach. And you're like, wait, when when did we suddenly, when are we doing knives, right? Like uh, he's operating on, under a different set of rules because maybe that guy just got out of prison or maybe he's just a violent criminal or maybe he's right. psychologically imbalanced. So you never know what, uh, if someone's operating in social aggression or asocial violence mode. Um, and there's just, there's no way to know until essentially, until you start fighting. So again, Besides all of the other problems and all the other reasons um, to be kind, uh, there's one more because you don't know you don't know what model that guy's operating in. Yeah, exactly. And uh, speaking of the, the situation that you just mentioned, there was a, a video that was circulating all over the internet. It involved a, 
a famous MMA fighter, kickboxer. Uh, his name's Joe Stitch'em Up Schilling, and the dude's badass. And well, what what happened is uh, they were at a bar, and someone bumped into uh, uh, Mr. Schilling, and he bumped into Mr. Schilling. Then he did like a uh, like a fake chest chest pump fake kind of like he's about to throw a punch. Oh and, yeah, I remember this video. And, and Joe just knocked him out. And, and, you know, of course, a lot of people online, oh, yeah, he deserved that. Yeah, ha, ha, mess around with Joe like that. Ha, ha, ha. It, it turns out there was a big lawsuit, mm. uh, probably a lot of, of wasted nights, a lot of wasted money on top of that. And it, it turned out that uh, he was found, I believe, innocent because it looked like the other person had aggression towards him and he just defended himself. But still, to get to that point, there was a, a lot of attorney fees happening. There was a lot of, I'm sure, sleepless nights happening as well, too. So even if you do win that fight, you, you know, you could end up in a bunch of other fights as well, too. And we're talking about the, the, the legal financial that you talked about, Evan, as well as the psychological, too. I can't remember what I was. I was listening to something this week, and I heard a great story that I want to share. They, uh, so one of the guys was talking about his friend who was a UFC fighter, and they would go out to bars all the time. And when people would find out he's a UFC fighter, they're like, "Oh man, let's fight!" Like he, he they, people were constantly trying to like egg him into fights. So, <laughs> so this UFC, this is a great story. And like, if you're the type of person who like can't stay out of fights, I think this is a good option. As like, so he would carry around a mouthpiece with him at all times. So when guys would be like. <laughs> Hey, let's fight. He'd be like, okay. And he'd open up his pocket, take out a mouthpiece, put it in and start like warming up. And they'd be like, no, no, no. I've obviously picked the wrong person. Start fighting. <laughs> like, it was just immediately de escalate because they're like, this guy's out of his mind. You know, like who's carrying around a mouthpiece at a bar? <laughs> Yeah, I, I yep. thought that was a really funny. And, uh, he he ought to have a growing cup in his back pocket. Put it in his jock strap and go. Hey, yeah. wait a second. Put on like MMA gloves. You know, like yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I got to keep my hands safe because I don't want to. I don't want to break it on your skull, right? Like, uh, <laughs> but it was just like a really interesting way to like de-escalate things. Um, mm. So sometimes, you, sometimes you may have to be creative. Like you know, buy or you bumped into someone at a bar, they spilled a drink buy the person a drink right like that right, right. the five ten dollar yep. well, i don't even know how much bar drinks are nowadays i guess mm -hmm. depends on the big city uh to tell you how often i go out but you know you, you spend the you buy that person a drink and you know maybe that that de-escalates things and again a lot cheaper than paying lawyer fees and uh medical fees etc so. and uh let's segue into something different too uh we talk about this in our seminars being kind isn't just to avoid fights. Being kind isn't just to to not pummel somebody. Being being kind isn't just for the other person. We talk about being kind because it's good for us. Actually, it it makes us happier. It makes us live a better life too. So I I, I want to just really quickly mention some of the uh, research uh, as far as how kindness can affect your life. And uh, when when you're kind, there's certain hormones released in your body when you do something good for someone. Let's say the traffic jam, somebody's signaling in, you, you let them in. You know, they wave at you, you wave back, whatever. Yeah, uh, You know, that releases hormones in your body. And those are feel-good hormones like uh, serotonin. Uh, serotonin is known as the happiness hormone, the feel-good hormone. Uh, serotonin is also released when you're online a lot too, unfortunately. And that's what <laughs> makes people uh, addicted to, 
to Instagram and Facebook and things like that. Uh, oxytocin is also released. Oxytocin helps to r reduce blood pressure. It's the, the, the love you hormone. It's like, you know, when you're in love, you know, you're kind of floating and, and you just feel good all over the place. You're smiling for no reason, you know. Uh, it lowers blood pressure. It's been shown to increase self-esteem as well as optimism. Uh, uh, also, people who volunteer, it turns out that people who volunteer a lot, they have more energy and generally they live longer lives as well, too. So uh, it, it can improve your health by being kind as a practice a daily practice. Yeah. I love, love the scientific data there backing things up and on the psychological side, right? Like if, like I've never gone through the day, been kind to someone and then stayed awake at night being like, man, you know, like a bit of, <laughs> you know, I've been like bothered right. by it. Right. Like versus right. if you're mean to someone or you've had an argument mm -hmm. with someone, sometimes like I know mm -hmm. you lay in bed at night and you're like replaying the argument in your mind. Right. Like, yeah. And psychologically well being, like you're going to be, you're going to just, you're going to sleep better at night. So why don't we talk about some action steps our, our listeners can take to practice out there? Because it's always good to talk about mindfulness or alertness or situational awareness. And yet a lot of times we say this is so good, that's so good. And then we end the program. There's no actionable steps that people can take or listeners can take to get benefits and to train this in life. So I, I just like to share with our audience, a few things that I practice daily to, to practice that those acts of kindness. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, one of the things that I like to do, it, it comes from our, one of our other, uh, phrases, which is, uh, stay alert, stay humble, stay kind. And the first thing is stay alert. So just having that mindfulness, being aware of, of where you are, of what is going on in the situation around you, and also the situation inside of you is the first step to having good, to practicing kindness. And so it's important to understand where you are, understand your surroundings. So if, if you're, you're alert to your surroundings, you'll see, oh gosh, that, 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 that lady needs a little help over here, or I can open the door for this person, or I can keep the door open for this person behind me. Uh, so uh, just practicing that mindfulness is the first step to helping you practice that kindness in your daily life. And so uh, uh, what, what, you know, and I'm sure we, we do this. Uh, I talked about this before, uh, you know, holding the door open for someone. If, if you're uh, in a traffic jam, letting that extra car go in front Oh my goodness! You took off 0.2 seconds of your life. Whoop de do, you know? It's it's the funniest thing. When I moved to California, people just do not let other people in. I think they make it a game of how tight they can get to the next bumper, and so they just keep edging forward. And you're signaling, trying to get in. Nobody's letting you in. Uh, you know, I, I I do try to change that driving over here. I try to let as many people in as possible. I also uh, wave to people who let me in as well, too. I, I hardly see that over here as well, too. Like people thanking you for letting them in. And so uh, just, just being mindful and, and being aware of what's going outside of you. I think also another foundational step is understanding what's going on inside of you as well, too. So it's it's kind of hard to be kind when you're rushed or when you're frustrated or when you're angry as well too. So 
by having that mindfulness, understanding what's going on inside of us, you'll be able to stop those negative feelings. In other words, like, oh, you're walking out the door and you're rushed. Take a few deep breaths. Realize, oh, man, I'm, I'm rushed. I might make more mistakes. Uh, when we're not mindful, when we're not alert, that's when we make a lot more mistakes. Uh, take a few deep breaths. Understand that. Or if, if somebody's frustrating you, making you angry, I think a very important part of being able to conquer those negative emotions is recognizing them. And so, oh, gosh, I'm, I've got this negative feeling inside of me. What is this thing? Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm kind of angry. Why is that? You know, take a few deep breaths. Understand that I like to, uh, I believe that I have control over my emotions for the most part. And if I can recognize a negative emotion, take a few deep breaths and I can say, I choose a different emotion. I choose to be, I choose to be happier. And so uh, just having that mindfulness, the, the first part of our slogan there, stay alert. So if you're alert, you, you're, you understand what's going on inside of you and you understand what's going on on outside of you. And uh, even the, the Buddhist master, uh, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, he, uh, he's a, a very famous uh, Vietnamese Buddhist master. I, I quote him on this. He said, if you are not mindful, it can be dangerous. And so uh, for him, it meant that it was dangerous for your mind. But uh, we can also think of it dangerous physically too. You're more prone to make mistakes. You're more prone to lash out at somebody. You're more prone to being angry or mean. So if, if we're mindful, we can avoid that. And uh, another thing I like to do is I like to volunteer. Uh, again, some of the research that I talked about were on people who volunteered and people who volunteered, they, they generally had longer lifespans than people who did not. And of course, when you volunteer, there's that socializing aspect that that usually happens when you volunteer. You You interact with other people, which is also really important for health and brain health as well too. So uh, I, I know uh, we all do a bunch of volunteering. I volunteer uh, at my gym. I, I go in there three times a week. I teach Muay Thai, I teach Brazilian Jiu Jitsu uh, as part of what I consider my volunteer work because I think martial arts is one of the best activities uh, for everybody. And so that's how I go and I spread that kind of love there. So uh, uh, if, if, if you don't want to stand in a soup line. You can do whatever you, you want to do that, that is more in, aligned with your skill set there as well, too. Uh, reach out to people. Reach out to people. You right now have friends, have family that that they want to hear from you. They, they, they need a nice word of encouragement. They need to know someone cares about them. If you reach out to them, and how can you reach out to people? My goodness, in this day and age, uh, what, what is there? there? You can call them. You can text them. You can message them on Facebook. You can email them. Of course, how about the old school stuff and just going and visiting them too? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's just so many ways to reach out to somebody uh, in this modern day. Uh, back in the day, it was like writing a letter. They lived out of state or, oh my gosh, long distance charges. I don't know if anyone remembers that. There was something called long distance charges back in the day. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, reaching out to somebody, I think that's that's so powerful. And nowadays with text or with uh, messaging on Instagram or Facebook, you just reaching out. Hey, how are you doing, brother? What's been going on in your life? 
that's 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 a very powerful thing. I've I've done that randomly, and people are like, "Oh gosh, I'm so happy you reached out to to me. I've been going through some hard times. You know, we get on a call, we talk about it. It makes me feel good. I reconnected with somebody. It makes them feel good that they got it off their chest. Uh, a lot of times, they just wanted someone to talk to. You know, and our, our loved ones, our loved ones, uh, use this on them. They just want to hear, to to have an ear that's non-criticizing, non-condemning, no judgment, no punishment. Just listen to them. Actively listen and just say, hey, what's going on? Tell me more. Tell me even more. I want to hear you. I care about you. And that's how you show that you care about that person as well, too. So yeah, uh, I think that practice in my life has helped me a lot, just sitting there, being with the person, listening to them, not judging, not condemning, not criticizing, not giving advice, and just saying, what else? Tell me more. Tell me more, please. Tell me more. And so uh, those kind of practices uh, has helped me quite a bit. Uh, another thing, here's a big one. Here's someone, something I do, I try to do, and I, I have to remind myself to practice this, is compliment people. People love hearing compliments. At, at a restaurant, I'll, I'll look at a waitress's nails. Those are some beautiful nails. Where'd you get those done? Instantly, their face lights up. Oh, my goodness. You know, they're so happy someone noticed. Tattoos are a big one nowadays, too, especially at the gym. I'll, I'll come up to somebody. That's sweet. Where'd you get that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could go hit up a conversation. And, oh, man. Yeah, that the artist is amazing. You know, uh, that's a big compliment. People love to hear that. They have tattoos as well, too. Um, uh, when I was in practice, in chiropractic practice, I, I, I was very successful. And one of the secrets to my success was I, I, I played a game. I tried to compliment every patient on every visit. Every patient, I, I tried try to compliment. Oh, Mr. Jones, that's a nice shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? Uh, just something. Oh, your hair's beautiful. Uh, uh, did you just get it done? This, that, you know, did you lose weight? You know, people love hearing those kind of things. And um, I had I had one patient, and she after I uh, she's coming in for a while. She she and I, I complimented her uh, that day. She just looked at me and she said, "Dr. Bowie, compliments will get you everywhere." And I thought, oh my goodness, back off on the compliments, back off on the compliments. My wife does not want to hear that one. <laughs> uh, but, you, you know, uh, I think, uh, and I, I can't remember who said this, but a quote goes like this. If you see something positive about someone and you don't give them a compliment, it's like, it's like having a gift that you wrapped up and you never gave to the person. And so if, if we see something positive in someone, let it out, let it out, give that gift away, give that gift away and, and don't be shy about it. And I, I think once we do it, it becomes a habit. And that, that's just a very nice kindness gift that you can give to somebody as well, too. And, you know, we're talking Tiga tactics. A lot of people think, oh, you know, self-defense and destruction, combatives, things like that. Uh, we're civilians. Tiga tactics isn't just about combatives, about self-defense. Uh, as a civilian, I think it's important to share with a way to live more a more successful life, uh, a life that's more fluid, a life that is uh, with, with much, much, much less obstacles and, and less problems. And so uh, uh, th that's why we have all this, this, I guess, kindness training and kindness quotes as well, too.
I love it. I think those are all great uh, tips that you shared. I know I'm a lot of times when people reach out to me and like check on me, I always feel bad. because I'm like, oh, I don't do that enough to other people. Like, I'm mm. like, I'm like, I should reach out more. You know, I've had some people kind of reach out and, and check on me. And I'm always like, oh, man, there's everyone's so nice. I should be, I should be nicer like them. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think those, those are great tips. I know for me, I know, like, like we were saying on one of the previous podcasts, Tiga Tactics isn't, isn't a religious organization or, or podcast or, or a company. Evan, I, I'm a, I'm a Christian. And I, I, what, one of the things that helps me remember to be kind is, uh, Orthodox Christianity has a lot of icons of saints and, you know, Jesus and the Virgin Mary, et cetera. And I have, uh, like most Greek, if you're, if you're grew up in an ethnically Greek Orthodox, uh, family, they're like all over the house. And I've got one in my car and I've got one at my desk at work. And for me, that's a visual reminder, um, to be kind to people. So, um, whatever, whatever visual reminder you have, whether it be, you know, uh, something Buddhist or, uh, Islam or Jewish, whatever, whatever it may be, or even just like a picture of your family, right? Like, you know, sometimes I see people commenting with stuff online and I'm like, is your, is your mother on Instagram or Facebook? Like, <laughs> would you be okay with her seeing that? Or like maybe your kids, you know, a lot of times when I interact online, I'm like, before I hit send or post, I'm like, would my, would I, would I be okay with my, my mom, my wife and my kids reading this, you know, mm-hmm. it, right. it, would that be yep. okay? Um, right. And if yes, then yeah, I can post. But if it's if it's not, then it's like maybe maybe you should rethink that because especially with again twenty twenty, it's like the internet the internet's uh is undefeated. Things things can be pulled up from all, <laughs> right. all sorts of the past. I'd I'd be careful. Um, Hundred that, percent. That, that's oh, great. Ahead, yeah, I was gonna say that's a great point because I was, I was gonna segue into what I was gonna say, which is you know with Tika Tactics, we're we're about living a peaceful, you know, harmonious life. We're, we're martial artists who aren't bound by our martial arts. And what I mean by that is like, when I would teach Kung Fu classes, I would tell people, like people would ask me like, oh, have you ever been in a fight? And I say, yeah, all the time, every day. It's just that I don't use kicks and punches to respond. I will use kindness or politeness or I'll yield or I'll, as Conrad said, I'll, I'll slow down in traffic and let someone who's obviously going to cut me off anyway, just to have that space, you know? And so I use my martial arts in more than just punching and kicking in physical ways. And so that now extends in today's world with the internet. And I watch people respond and I've had to tell myself the same thing, like kind by choice, I'm kind by choice, I'm kind by choice. I'm not going to say anything about this video, but that's bad. And if it's, let's say it's somebody we know who is posting a video about their training and I see it, horrible form or what they're promoting is totally irresponsible i won't i won't be baited into a you know into an online debate or i won't like sling you know arrows at digital arrows at them because it doesn't really make the world any better uh if someone asks me a direct question then i'll try to be as honest but diplomatic as possible but i see tons of people like oh your style sucks and your instructor and that's horrible form. why would you do this you know and it's so easy to be the armchair internet commando uh, looking at like a three second snippet of someone's training video. And and so I, I have to remind myself, I'm kind by choice. I'm kind by choice. And today <laughs> I choose to be kind because that guy's form is horrible, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. And uh, what, what you said, and also uh, back to what uh, Evan said about reaching out to people 
and 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 what you said, Patrick, about not engaging in those internet battles or 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 or, or just dishing out criticism and things like that. Uh, when when we do something kind, that creates a ripple effect. There was actually research done on this where it showed that people who did an act of kindness to a person, that person had a greater chance of going out there and doing an act of kindness to somebody else. And so, in other words, you're like that rock that gets thrown into a pond and you're creating that ripple, that ripple effect that spreads out. And so, uh, in in effect, we can all be that light in the darkness of this world. And the world right now is full of darkness. What do we have here? We have inflation running crazy. We have two wars going on right now. We're still recovering from the post effects of COVID. There's a lot of stress out there. There's a lot of anger and hatred. And I think we can be, every one of us can be that source of light in, in this, this dark time right now. We can definitely spread kindness. Definitely. Yep. All good stuff. I know, I know, Conrad, you had a lot of notes that you'd written down in preparation for this. Any other things we need to touch on before we start wrapping it up? Uh, th- there's a few other things, but uh, okay. we'll, we'll just wrap it up right here. You know, I, I could probably go on for quite a while with this because this is something I take personally into my practice, my, my daily life as well, too. I, I, I think it takes effort to be kind. It's It's easy to be negative. In other words, it's easy to roll downhill. It's easy. The only way to coast is when you're going downhill. If you want to even just pedal on an even street or a slight incline, you got to put some energy into it. And I don't think for me anyways, it's a natural part of my personality to be kind. It's something I've been working on and something I constantly work on. And it's just, uh, yeah, this, this is something I could talk about for quite a while because it, it's something that I try to practice daily myself. Yeah, good stuff. Patrick, any any kind of closing thoughts here? I, I'm just gonna throw in my my heritage, uh, not the not the ethnic one, but the where I was born. I was, you know, born and raised in Canada, and there's the stereotype that we're all polite, and it's a stereotype because it is for the most part true. <laughs> Obviously, you'll find you'll run into some jerks in Canada. You know that's that's just the nature of human uh, of human of humanity. But uh, but I would say on average we're we're mostly polite people, and, and that kind of extends into the whole kindness world. And so I was taught to say please, thank you, you're welcome, hold the door for people, uh, help them if they ask that that sort of thing. Um, and as Conrad said, you know that that's just you want to make it uh, a mind body unity where it, it's not just something that you you actually do but that you think about it and it actually is a part of your being uh and that will extend into your self-defense and your personal protection and your family's defense uh it's just kind of like a a guiding a guiding principle so to speak that will hopefully keep you safe but also keep you healthier and happier yeah Again, all good stuff. I'm loving all of it. Loving all of it. The, uh, yeah, good way to live your life. Good way to, on the combative side, good way to avoid fights. Good way to uh, make other people happy. I think, um, I think it's an all around win. You know, there's, I've, uh, we we can go down another rabbit hole of of quotes that are, (laughs) I think, are linked to this. That also Mm -hmm. linked to the martial arts community. Like, you know, um, better to be a gardener. You know, I'm sorry. Better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war, right? Right, um, right. 
A polite society is an armed society. I don't know if you've heard that one as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, so s- stuff like that. I think we can start linking it to all sorts of other uh, quote unquote famous martial related quotes. And um, yeah, it's just a good, again, just like we said, I think it's just a good way to live your life. All right. Absolutely. We're going to, I'm going to drop a bunch of links in the show notes down below for anyone who wants to take uh, Tiga Tactics courses and get more of the Tiga Tactics mindset. Also, as of this recording, uh, a couple weeks ago, we did the Sealot uh, Symposium. Um, mm-hmm. You want to do a quick plug for that, and we'll drop the link down below, Conrad or Patrick. Conrad, uh, by Patrick, all means. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, we just uh, did an online webinar with uh, several instructors uh, in Kuntao and Kuntao Sealot, as well as Sealot. And uh, Uncle Bill, Willem de Tours, he's one of the uh, pioneers of Sealot in, in the United States. He just turned 88 and it was uh, part uh, celebration as well as just uh, getting everyone together, celebrating Sealot uh, uh, as well as his uh, birthday and uh, also a fundraiser for him as well too. So we, we, we raised some good funds and we, we, we shared a lot of good knowledge and uh, you can still get the recording. Is that correct, Patrick? Yes, they can get uh, lifetime access to the recording of the live webinar. Excellent. Yeah, so we'll drop that down below. And then I know um might do a separate episode for this. I know, uh, Dr. Conrad, you've got a big trip coming up. Um, real quick, you want to plug that real quick, what you're doing personally? Uh, sure, yes. I'm going to be spending a little more than a week in Thailand, training under one of the uh, had instructors over in Thailand, uh, Master Toddy, and uh, just training uh, Muay Thai at his gym. I'm going to be living at the gym as well, too, and uh, uh, trying to get my instructor's uh, certificate under him as well, too. So uh, uh, it'll be a whole week of that, and uh, just hope I survive. <laughs> nice. I, f- I feel like we're going to have to do a deep dive on just that trip alone, because I'm I'm super curious about the logistics and the experience and the, you know, getting over there and training in that uh, type of environment. I'm, I'm just really curious. I think our listeners would be uh, interested in it as well. So Cool. All right. Check the show notes below. Uh, any other final things, Patrick? Uh, no, just remember everybody who's listening, uh, obviously subscribe to the podcast. So uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, and also on YouTube because we've got a lot of free content that we want to share. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll try to drop on... as many of those links in the notes below as well. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. And also, please go online. You can subscribe to our email list. Uh, we, we send out emails usually twice a week, and they're very informative. I know Patrick does a lot of research into each of these emails. It, it just keeps us focused, and, and, and it keeps it – on top of our consciousness, that safety is an illusion. Sometimes we get into a, the rut of our life and we, we go through life not realizing that there's a lot of violence out there. Patrick does a lot of research to remind us that uh, these things happen to good people out there. And he also gives us uh, ways to avoid and ways to survive these violent encounters. So uh, uh, sign up for our, our email list as well, too, and you can uh, start reading some of that. Absolutely. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Again, make sure you subscribe, like all the stuff, share it around. Again, this is a new podcast, so we're trying to grow it. So please share it around. Let's get some more listeners. And it's again, sends that positive demand signal that 
you want to keep keep hearing episodes, keep uh, deep diving into these topics. All right. We will catch all of you in the next episode. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Remember, stay alert, stay humble, stay kind. Peace out. Thank you.